Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. Moves up and takes the lead, but Mr. Brightside's challenging. Mr. Brightside up to Alligator Blood, Cascadian late. Mr. Brightside in front, and Mr. Brightside side has won the mile from Cascadian, the inevitable. Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face at the 150. Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator blood, I'm thunderstruck, but it's Animo clear. I'm thunderstruck late. Animo holding on. Animo, this time for the big A. What a provide thunderstruck, Albonagon. He's through on Beauty Eternal. Then came Namur. Next in there is so Rush, but it's Golden 60 for Hong Kong. Four on Voyage Bubble. That's not a whip. So on that ride from Vincent is magic. Golden 60. Wicks down the middle. King Paul Dream at the 100 is getting desperate. Now Wicks is storming home. Wicks over the top. Arch is too good. They can't beat her. G'day listeners and welcome back to the Racing Previews podcast. This week we are previewing Flemington. We've got Rose Hill, we've got bets, bets out in the West and we've also got Sha Tin Hong Kong on Sunday. Also a bit of Hobart on Sunday with their big meeting there. I welcome in Nick Mugolta. Nick, I were watching the first at Pakenham. Surely you're not on this dollar twenty thing. No, I'm not. I'm just watching for interest's sake. I'm not on it though, no. <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, but I've decided you're so shit at intros that I don't even need to talk to you, but I hope you're well, mate. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. We'll move straight on. <laughs> Anything happening in our worlds over the last week? Uh, I'll go first. Being back at work absolutely sucked. This time last week, I had the whole day to do form, whole week really, and I came set, prepared. And this time around, I'm on the Nico preparations, straight from work, straight on the laptop, and a little bit underprepared, but We'll live. Mm. Someone's got to do it, son. Just how it is. Yeah. From is that all you're going to give me? To pull the stick on that thing. It's one by four. <laughs> um, no, just oh, busy, busy as usual for Nico. Mm. Gym shirt on this time of year. Yeah, I've having a, just got home from work straight into. Uh, Have you, you even know, had a break? Pre production. No, I worked straight through. Wow. Straight, straight into the pre-production meeting before the podcast. And then, um, yep, straight on. Ready to fill up the listeners' pockets, hopefully. Keen on a few over this weekend. Um, but, yeah. And Will, yourself, how is a half unemployment life going? <laughs> Good. L- little bot's in hospital at the moment, so we're trying back a couple winners for him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, he's That's right. no good. That's nah, no good. fine. But we'll back some winners for him. Yeah, hopefully. You're just, you're just quite literally taking the piss out of life at the moment, aren't you, bot? Like, it's just easy. Like, not only <laughs> yeah. work, just back of winners. Yeah. Life, like, that's good. I might stroll down better. to Flemington on the weekend, see if I can back a couple of like everyone, everyone said to you, like, life gets hard after you leave school. And you're thinking, well, if this is hard, yeah. oh, I can't wait. Just, it's really just living. Yeah, Bot's just... unit size has gone from me mum as listens, a sixteen-year-old. Remember, just mum listens. <laughs> I'll leave it there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. he's doing well. The boy. <laughs> Let's go to Flemington. Um, rail out for this meeting, and there has been rain during the week, but it is a good four at the moment. Look, when the rail is out like this, it is out nine meters. It can be a little bit leaderish, so. I don't want to be too, 
I don't know. Sometimes we default to Flemington going, yes, it's going to be fair, but I just want to be a little bit cautious because I think around the circle, I do want to be on horses that might be nearer the speed. Hey, Dick. Yeah, um, I don't really have too many thoughts, but my horses are all going to be up there, thereabouts. So um, if there's an on-speed bias, that won't bother me. Yeah, well, there there are a lot of um, races down the straight as well, so mm. we know that doesn't really come into to effect there. But obviously, you want to be finding the right lane. All right, let's jump straight into race one. It is a benchmark one hundred over sixteen hundred meters, and it's an intriguing race at the top with Bermudez and Superazi fighting for favoritism. Bermudez a dollar eighty from Superazi two dollars fifteen. Uh, we've got B Hunter. Can he discover his best with the blinkers back on? He's ten dollars. Suzuko fifteens. We got Port Gulame. 26 and Mahamadeus 51. This is a bit of an odd race. There's only six runners. I do think Bermudez is the most likely winner. I know he's been a long time between drinks. You and I were speaking about it through the week, Nick. I think it has been since he won at the ball a few One years ago. Since years he won. Ago. Yeah, he obviously beat Harder Passons in that 1700 meter handicap. But Ollie got I'd... the dirty suck on it that day. Oh, that oh but he won well. Nico is in the camp that this horse might be a little bit ungenuine. I think he will win this race, and I think he'll win it well. Um, I really like that form line around Holy Man's from last start. I think back to 1,600 metres is no real query. And he just doesn't have to be too far back. Like, he probably still got a little bit far back last start, and Holy Man's just got the perfect run. Obviously, no excuse, but... That horse was extremely well backed in the market. The market got it spot on. He still ran a really good race, and I, and I like his form around Pashiro first and second up. So I'm on Bermudez. I probably won't be backing him outright at odds on, but I will be taking a double with race seven, number three, Ray Magnerio. You can currently get um, some good odds there. So I'm with Bermudez. I think Subrazi is... Probably a little bit short on the backup, but I can understand why uh, it is at the same time. Does look two chances. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, can go around and win without win without my money. I'll back plenty of better dollar eighty chances in my life. Yeah, it's a slow start race. to the meeting. It's a I won't I won't be here for this race. I I don't know. Can I get, can I get some lunch, but no, oh, I'll just having breakfast. I don't know. I'll, I'll get to Flemington a little bit after this. <laughs> Super Razi's ran a nice rating last time and the time looks real. I think it's best at, at the mile. Every time it gets out to a mile, it runs runs to its best. Run a career peak on uh, last Saturday and it's on the quick backup. So it's obviously healthy running in career best form. It's only five, but um, Carlene Heffel jumps on. She's two from the last 50, so I don't want to be backing her. Um, mm. She's like getting smashed by the market. She's she's well behind it. And um, Bermudez... Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just don't want to bet in this race. It, there's probably two chances, maybe three and a half if Sissoko resurrects itself, but it's obviously had some issues and I just don't want to waste my money here. Yeah, no, that's fair. All right, we will be spending up in race two. It is a benchmark 78 over the 2,520 metres with the rail out. Galileus has been smashed in betting. He's into $2.10 from one last kiss, $4.80. Wertheimer, you could say he's the class horse of the race at the moment. He's $9. Could you? Uh, <laughs> what? Who else would be? The moral? The, the international. <laughs> yeah. I think he, yeah, potentially, but this horse has ran well in yeah, fair enough. better races. Um, Winds of March, $12. My Brother's Keeper, $14. Irish Butterfly, $15. Will. You're saying Galileus has got in on a, well, to be honest, he's come here, he's come over to Australia and he's really escaped the handicap, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. He's he's a he's a Galileo out of a Group 1 winning um, mare over 2,500 metres. It, it's mum won the race, a race that Magicals won, uh, Emily Upjohn's won. So, like, it's a from a, a deep family and it's, it's only lightly raced. Yeah, it's just... I don't know, Dame. I just want to keep smashing Damien Lane. Like he's just he's twelve for his last fifty. Median price five dollars seventy five. One point three um, wins versus uh, market expectations, and the Freedmans as well. Seventeen from the last fifty. Median price four dollars seventy eight. 
1.29 wins versus the market expectation. I just want to smash it because it's a got a dollar fifty dollar sixty. Um, it'll be more forward from last time. It's just a big horse. It's like this extended trip's just going to suit it. It's it's going to sit probably forward of midfield and um, yeah, it'll smash them. The other one I had something on as well as Winds of March, who's coming out of a, a big margin win last time. I saw so it's double accepted at um, I think it's Mornington. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they put the markets up, and I had Galileas about a dollar fifty-seven favorite, and Winds of March seven seven dollars second favorite, and put up two ninety and, and eighteen bucks. And I just went click and click, and, and yeah, yeah, cheers tab. No, this is the best bet of the day, Galileas. Um, how he's got in on a sixty-seven rating into Australia is a little bit baffling, to be honest, because he put down two massive staying wins back home. Uh, he won by two lengths over 2,300. Then he went over 2,800 and won by five and a half. Dollar fifty SP there. First up in Australia at the Valley, he was a big drifter in betting. I actually had something small on him. He was $5 out to $8. And as soon as I saw him with my own eyes, I knew I was no chance because he was damp in sweat. And that was one of the reasons why he drifted. When the sprint went on at the four 500, he couldn't go with him. He... He was just way too dour to win first up over 2,040 metres. He wasn't ready. Um, and you can see on punning form, he runs the 11th fastest uh, eight to the four, and then he's the fastest four to the post. So he really picks up the bit and charges home. He goes from John McNeil to Damien Lane. He draws in, draws five, draws perfectly, and he gets a big track, 2,500 metres. With added fitness in a very weak race, uh, he's the best way, and I've taken $2.70. So very keen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm happy to come with for all the reasons outlined above. All right. Yeah, like two twenty. Do you looking at two twenty now? They're betting two twenty uh, at uh, Ladbrokes and Neds. Two fifteen. The rest. That is good betting. I'd be taking that. It'll start odds on. Um, I don't know if it's start as short as what I've got it, but it. I'd be surprised if it doesn't start at least dollar eighty. Aggressive yeah. pricing in the. A, I don't even think it's that aggressive. Like I, I've, I've got it. It's last start rating is is the best rating in the field, and it's a complete moral to improve off that at Flemington with fitness and um, Damian Lane jumping on from John McNeil, and um, yeah, I've got it running ninety two. I could get it running ninety three if I have it running ninety three. Hold on, what price is it if I have it running ninety three? Dollar thirty one. The computer is computing. Yeah. All right, let's move on. It's a good bet nonetheless. Uh, race three. Runners. 1,200-metre three-year-old no-metro wins race. Kiko is the $3.60 favourite from Rich Lover and Shame. They share fives apiece. Who who are Havana? $8. Dollar Chaser, $8. Projecto, $8.50. Then you're out to uh, $15 for Miss uh, Tightline. But you've got a few here, but I think you're keenest on the nine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I'm, I'm a bit off market. With this meeting, I'm not betting in every race, but um, the ones I'm betting on, like there's a bit of percentage in my favour. I think like Shame is on the quick backup from last week. It's third up. It was off a long break. Um, first up, gets to 1200 meters where its its peak peak rating was last time, where it ran second in Nunthorpe, and then it beat Eternal Flame, who was uh, who's a nice horse, probably listed horse, and Nunthorpe's obviously probably I think won a listed race, maybe in a Group Three race, um. Yeah, it gets Bo Mertens on. We spoke about it last week. Bo Mertens is 10 from his last 50. Medium price, 13.65, 1.6 times uh, wins versus the market expectation. Um, I think it should be favourite. Like, they put up Kiko, Kiko favourite. Uh, it's, it was a 13-start maiden last time, and um, it won. It gets Tatum Bull on, who is not my favourite jockey. Um, and... Yeah, and trained by Jim Conlon. If this if this stays four dollars, and um, yeah, I don't know, but um, Shane will start favourite, and the other one I had second favourite marginally just from Kiko is is Dollar Chaser, who was too far back. I actually backed it last time. I think it was it was either Cranbourne or Packenham. Um, Tio just it went really slow, and Tio gave him too much of a head start, and it rattled off some of the class uh, the fastest closing splits of the meet. Uh, Jamie Mott as well is actually nine from his last fifty. Medium price nine ninety seven. Wins versus expected one point two seven. 
So uh, he, he's smashing the market at the moment as well. Um, I think he's second favorite. And I'd taken $6 and $10 both of them, and I expect them both to continue to firm. Well, Havana's a nice horse, but um, I think this to um, it'll needs a couple more runs and um, yeah, it's just it's both it's a it's a great race to bet I think because I think the market's wrong and um, normally that's a good time to bet. Yep, Nico, do you have anything in this race, or do you want me to go? No, nothing here for me. Yep. Uh, well, I am my main bet will be. And we've bought, shame, I've taken $6, jump onto the six-day, download the app on the App Store and uh, message us on Instagram. Make sure you turn those notifications on to get all the, the early prices. Um, massive that this horse is getting back to 1,200 metres. I thought last start his effort was sound over 1,000 metres here at Flemington, but the wheels probably just spun a little bit over 1,000 and, and over 1,200, he just gets his opportunity to settle a bit better. That's where his peak rating does come. Uh, he ran second to Nunthorpe when leading one day. We know Nunthorpe is a, a stakes-class mare at the very least. Um, he's drawn barrier one here, which is sometimes you, you shake your head out down the straight, but he will yeah, he'll go forward and plot his own path given he's coming out of 1,000-metre races where he's been up there on the speed and, and that barrier won't be an issue. So he is the main bet. Um, and I'm also backing a horse who brings through – a similar form line through for a horse named Chester Warrior, who's keeps running well down the straight in Rich Lover. Uh, he presented to win last start, and he looked like he was going to, to just go past them and win, but he sort of just faded on his run very very late. He was only beaten at the length. I noticed that they do take the blinkers off here, so um, they put the visors on. I don't know if that gear change will give him a, a few more percent, but I think he is the main danger. So I've taken him as well at $5. I think they are the main two chances. I agree with Bot. I wanted to take this favorite on. I couldn't believe it was $3.60 favorite. So I am nine from five. Mm. All right, let's go to race four. It's a benchmark 78 for the Phillies. Steffi Magnetica could be one of the most interesting horses on the day. Comes off an orange benchmark 58 win. $2.90 for Bjorn Baker. Osmar very well backed into $4.00. You can thank Bot for that, punters. Spicy Margs is a 650, Celestial Storm 750, uh, Power Ballard 750, and Rhetorical $14. Longer the rest. Will, good often. Yeah, I've I've taken $5 Osmar. Um, the the favourite's interesting. It's a well bred horse. It's all too hard out of a, a mare called Midsummer Music who actually won a Stradbroke. It was a Group 1 horse for Moody. Um, I think I actually raced against Black Caviar a couple of times. And um, but regardless, it's coming off an orange 58, whichever way you look at it, that's you cannot have it $2.90 here. The early the early price was smashed. It's 480 into 290 is the price now. I think it'll get out to about 480 and I think they'll back Osmar who's got the actual form on the board. And again, like like I want to keep smashing D Lane, I want to keep smashing Anthony and Sam Friedman. They are airborne, and first up, they're six from their last six. I don't think you're alone there, mate. I think lots of people want to smash Sam Friedman. <laughs> Shut up, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's six in the last sixteen. Medium price, five dollars and seven cents. One point seven one wins versus market expectation. Just um, completely smashing the market. Um. 420 is getting to closer to its right price, but I still think there's an edge there. Um, Celestial Storm, if that gets out to 10s, I probably want to have something on. Power Ballad, both times it's won, has been on leader bias tracks, and I want to take it on, even though it's gay by that's scary, but um, I want to take it on down the straight. And Spicy Miles, I don't think there's much substance there. The other one I might want to have something small on, just to, if the market keeps being against it so heavily is rhetorical who had an ISP last time and ran a good rating first up in Australia. Um, I think it can, I don't know what happened last time. Don't necessarily need to know. Um, jump 480. That's good enough for me. So I could have something on it in, you'd probably say a weaker field because it was just the old against older horses, but um, probably similar. I, I think Osmar is um, really nice horse. Lindsay mm. Bowles, who's very good um, trials man. Has um said this 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 filly's trialed the house down. So I'm not a trials man, but he is, and he's very sharp. So I I will 
I'll just take what he says. The trials are good, and um, the ratings and trials are lining up. So I'm just spending. I think it's a three dollar eighty five chance. Awesome, Nico. Are you, are you going that way as well? Yeah, I'm with uh, Osmar. I think she's a pretty good filly. Um, she's massive too. Name. That was the other thing. Sorry, Nick, but um, she's absolutely <clears throat> massive. Like you mm. look at her. What the exospheres are? La, yeah, la, last prep, like versus the two and three year olds, she's absolutely enormous. So if she's filled into a frame. She could be very, very, very nice filly. And, and like you see, like she's got sixty kilos. <laughs> Jesus, she'd she'd want to have six kilos. She's probably she probably weighs about six hundred. Hmm. Like she's got nice strong MZ on top of her. Yeah. Um, Nico, thoughts? Yeah, no, I'm with Osmar. I think. She's drawn down the right side of the track. Um, see, it's time and time again. I think she's probably nearly the best horse in the race. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm really keen to be with her. I think she'll she'll give this race a massive shake, and she'll go on to to much better races than this. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I'd be against the favourite as well. Um, I know Beyond Baker has done this before, bringing horses from Orange and stuff, but. It just seems icky. Two dollars ninety. Leave me out of that. Um, I'm dirty on myself. I didn't take five dollars off Mark because the ship has sort of sailed a little bit there. Um, if it gets back out, I will have a bet. But I think uh, spicy Margs with the with the race fitness is worth a bet. That's sort of six dollars fifty seven dollars. Um, her last four runs, two of them have been excellent when she's had no excuse, and the other two. She has had genuine excuses. She won really well at Caulfield first up last prep. Then at Mooney Valley, she was off the track and just never in it uh, on a day where you had to be hard against the fence when Tizenoff led and won on that horribly biased day. Um, and then first up this prep, she just didn't handle the heavy nine track at all. Last up, I think she was beaten by a very smart uh, three-year-old in Carbonados. We get to see him clash with Stepardi next Friday at the uh, at Caulfield in the Manfred Stakes and I just think third up here she gets a little weight swing or a little weight off the favourite I should say uh, off the second favourite and she's going to go forward and lead them up I think she's going to control this race and I think she's going to be pretty hard to run down 1100 metres seems her pet sort of trip and I just thought if we get $7 for her then that, that might be a little bit of overs alright race 5 is a benchmark 78. It's for the girls again. Kin, $2.60. Sands Dute, $3.60. A Little Deep, $5.00. Prairie Flower, $8.00. Luna Cat, $15.00. Um, I think this is the second best bet of the day. I know Kin has been a bit of a frustration for punters in the last few preps, but gee, this just looks her race. Um, she has probably been getting back, well, she has been getting back too far at Caulfield and Mooney Valley last up, but she's run really well both times. Her SP profile is enormous. This preparation sort of $4, 325 250 You go back to her first up run at Flonton when Ray Magnirio won. She was ducking and weaving in behind runners and was really unlucky. I think she'll have no excuses. This is the easiest race she's contested in some time. And I think we're still getting a pretty backable price here. Um, I don't think she should have any traffic issues. Hopefully, Carr has her sort of forward enough in the run. And really, this is D-Day. Her, you know, punting form benchmark figures are really good, sort of 10, 10 11 above her last few. And it, she only needs to hold her form, and I think she'll be winning this. You're a brave man. You betting, Nick? No. Um... I don't know what to make of this race. It's kind of tricky because the kin's uh, the market's got a massive opinion of kin, and she's a flea. she's, she's done a it flea. once, but there's been sectionals to indicate that she can do it. And um, yeah, I um, I don't know if I could back her. The only horse I really want to have something on maybe is um, a little deeper. If it gets if the market just completely smashes kin, which they could do because it's got a massive opinion. Of it. it, they just smash it every time, regardless of map, whatever. Uh, I could have something on a little deep if it gets out to like six, seven, eight dollars bet fair. If you horse um, through the other other right side of the track, you'd be on it, I reckon. Yeah. Sands, dude. It's just not a race. It won last up. 
Yeah, but it's just going to be sniffing ass from one. Yeah, time was good, though. Time was good at one by a big space. But the problem is it's run that rating before in New Zealand and um, Not good enough. that might be just it. It was fourth up and that might be its peak and it probably needs to go to another level to win here, I would have thought. Um, a little deep, the last 200 metres, the market absolutely smashed it at Ballarat that day and um, had it going to a good level. Yeah, and sort of and sort of that wet track. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, they had excuses obviously with the track and then it went to Mooney Valley and the last 200 metres there was just off the chart. So I think it could just explode here. And I don't know if there's a huge deal between Kin and a little deep, but um, the market seems to have Kin going to a massive number that I just I just can't see. And um, yeah, I uh, yeah, if I was going to back one, it'd be a little deep, but I, I'm just um, cautious and I might just stay out of it actually. But um, we'll see what happens. So Kin SP'd favourite in front of Jungle Jim last start. He has gone to Flemington and been crunched in betting and, and won like a good horse. I think Pink Bow Tie is actually a decent horse and will run a race as well. So I, th- I think, I know she might not have the numbers, but I think the form is on the board. Yeah. Around it. Well, the market's implying that she's got the numbers. Because hmm. I think there was a there was a bit of, um when she went at Caulfield that day by about 500 metres, there was sectional um, bonuses you could give her. But even still, like to have it this two eighty, like you got to you, even though Sands dude, I think ran its number last time. You still got to respect it. Like if it runs that number again, it's still thereabouts. And and little deep, there's a lot of improvement with it. So, um, yeah, I I think it probably gets smashed just because the the market continues to do with it. But, you know. Yeah. All right, let's go. I think we're going to skip race six. We'll go straight to race seven. Um, it is a benchmark 84 over 1,200 metres, but there are probably some horses here that are better than this level or, or could graduate to better. One of those is Ray Magnerio, the favourite, $3 from Jungle Gym on the quick backup, $3.70. Dehorn Unicorn, $5. Zoo Sensation, uh, $9. And Pink Bow Tie, $9.50. The horse I just mentioned coming, uh, obviously beating Kin last start. Um, you boys betting in this? Nico, I'll let you go first. Yeah, no, this is my best bet of the day here. Oh, I'm very keen. Uh, it's number three, Ray Magnerio. Um, this horse is just a winner. He's never going to win by big margins, but he knows where he's got to put his nose down. Drawn down the outside, which is always advantageous at Flemington. Um, so he's going to have the right map favours. And I think last start, enough is not being said about that he was eight weeks in between runs. So there was every chance that he was probably underdone. And, yeah, he only won by a pimple last start. But um, all reports are that he's really come on from that. I think Jungle Jim's a false favourite. Well, he might not be favourite in the race right now. I haven't looked at the updated market. But, um, yeah, it's just a false favourite. And it's a negative jockey change for that horse. In my opinion, if Jungle Dream was my horse, I would have kept Celine on it and carried an extra one and a half kilos. Um, but yeah, anyway, I I just think Ray Magnario, um, common theme for horses who never win by big margins. Everyone's got knockers on them and question, question them for whatever reason. But winners win, and um, that's what my best will be doing on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm with him as well. I think he's going to take great benefit from his last start outing. He was um, a while between runs. I think he was what? What was he? A few months between runs or eight weeks? He was eight weeks. So that's two months. Two months. Yeah. Um, and I know he did get the PR there, but I, I think he was just a little bit soft in condition, and he will come on from that plenty. Um, his win two back down the straight was enormous. Uh, he made Mornington Glory look second rate, and I know Mornington Glory is no superstar, but he keeps running well down the straight, and he's been a bit he's been a good um, yardstick, obviously. So I'm a massive knock on the jockey change of Jungle Jim. Um, I agree with you, Nico. They probably should have just carried a, a kilo and a half more and kept Celine on. I think he'll run well. He only knows how to run well. But I think the, the danger is probably Dehorn Unicorn for me. Um, 
this horse was terribly unlucky last start at Ramwick. We actually made him our value play. He was double figures backed into sort of nine dollars and he was strung up behind him, didn't get any luck behind Kinlock, Stromboli, and time to boogie. That form is pretty good. It is so he is dropping a little bit in class and he gets Blake Shin. So I'm Ray Magnero. I think Dehorn Unicorn is the danger, but happily with the uh, the Griffister cock runner on top. Any thoughts, Bot? Nah, I hate the race. Yep, beautiful. Doing uh, what he goes best, Bot hates it. <laughs> yeah. You can dead set script it. Yeah. Race eight, benchmark 70 for the three-year-old plus 2,000 metres. Divine Purpose, 550 from Oceans Above, $6. Torrenzino, $8.00. Bit of a flop last start. Can he bounce back? Launding oh, is eight dollars. Oh, Slay nine fifty and Greta Moon ten dollars. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, well, that um, that wasn't a good way to go into the new year, bot. To be honest, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, man, would it start? It's like a dollar ninety, a dollar eighty, didn't it? No, well, shorter than that, like a dollar sixty. What did we take? Like three bucks. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um. No, I'm really keen here. I like Oceans Above a lot. I think it's um, just like it's a that's a great bet. Finish finishing speed percentage last time was 110.6 percent. You what don't know what that means. Mean? It's, it was finishing very very fast, <laughs> very very fast. The splits were mental, and um, it'll be more forward here. And I think it's looking. I think it's Ocean Park. Pretty sure it's out of a Zabil mare. Looking for two thousand. And I think it'll run a career peak, and I think it'll sit more forward and win. Seven fifty is best price. Fucking great bet. Um, Divine <laughs> Purpose is one I could probably chop on. Um, this is the most emotion this bike has ever ever voiced on the podcast. Yeah, we backed. There's a couple of horses, couple couple of mine here because um, we backed the majority of these horses before. Uh, who are I backed? I backed Torrenzano, Slain, Dublin Journal, Greta Moon. Um, You've got sure a good handle on Ram these. Your type of races. Oh, this this is the, one of the greatest races I've ever seen in my life. To be honest. Jesus. Oh, um, so yeah, this is Celine Gorgie's smashing market. Not not so much uh, last fifty as last hundred because I think the markets actually now the markets completely got it right. Zero point nine nine wins versus expected. Um, so the markets caught on to her a little bit um, versus the last one hundred where she's beating it. So there's no real massive edge with Celine Gorger at the moment, but regardless, I think she's a capable rider and she'll put it forward and it'll probably win, I think. We've got it at 347, 350. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Lording, Lording was backed early. It's a, it's a nice horse. It's got big numbers in New Zealand, but it was real bad last time. I don't, can't remember what happened. It raced... Oh, I raced um, in the really fast pace, uh, the good horse. What's it called? By Rebel Raider. Um, Where at? At Caulfield. Um, Lording. What, what, who beat it last time? It's the good horse by Rebel Raider. Plenty of ammo. Yeah, that one. Yep. Um, yeah. It, it, it just sits like midfield and um, it'll go past them, I reckon. Like 110.6 finishing speed percentage is just mental. Yeah, I remember it was a monster run. Like if you if you I listen to the racing and sports, now. if you listen to the racing and sports podcast, that's a that's a um what are they? Is it Pen- Pendrith is the the bad one, Mark? I always get it mixed up. But um, <laughs> Colin Morikawa, mate, come on! <laughs> I always get it mixed up. But um, yeah, this is um this is a good bet. All right, easy. And divine purpose, I could chop on just um to make that clear. Yeah, just a little quick tip for the punters out there. Um. Oceans above is seven dollars fifty on Sportsbet, but oh, Sportsbet yeah. do bet with emergencies in. So once the emergencies come out, you will get grubs. you will get um, deductions off that. So it is just worth noting. But you, you can um, get seven dollars boom bet, seven dollars top sport, seven dollars bet M. Um, yeah, there's yeah. there's multiple places betting seven dollars, and that and that's it's great betting if you can get that. All right, we're we going to skip race nine. Any thoughts? Um, I think I hated this race. Benchmark 84, oh, 400. Yeah, this is, this, I need to do more on this. This is hard. But, um, it is hard. Um, there are lots of chances here. Ballet's 4 to 20 favorite from Helix 550. They ran 1 2 the other week, but they're both up in grade. And it's a cracker race. 
Lafargue was awesome winning last start. Um, he's got to carry the 60 and a half. And there is one horse that will go forward here. He might be outclassed and he might still be one or two runs away. But if the rail's out nine, we know the rail's out nine. But if it is advantageous to be on speed, then I think British Columbia, $17, could look a little bit big. As I said, he might be still a little bit. I reckon you might get better. Bit. You might even get 20. You might. And this horse, you know, he boasts a win over Braden Starr. He's usually a little bit flat first up. He had excuses last time. He wasn't able to control the race shape like he likes to do. 440 the place. If you get $5 a place, I think that's reasonable. Hmm. Even like rumbled again. Um, was big splits first up, then went straight into a strongly run race, got beaten by um, the good Kieran Marfilly. Escapes me right now, but... um. She she um, running by running by that's it she's like she's she's there about she'll be forward from gate two she's got gate speed um but yeah ballet probably gets the the perfect run and deserves to be about that, that price I would have thought but um yeah she it finished all over them last time and Jamie couldn't get Helix out in time and Helix was unlucky yes I know I backed it is does Helix have map issues here or does she just go forward and that's really um good? probably goes forward but it could get ugly. Because there's mm. probably a bit of speed here. Yeah, yeah, it could get ugly for Do sure. Do we know what's happened with Ryan Rose? Because he's literally back. Um, Last time he issues. raced was a, it's this weekend. Uh, there was ago. a there was a there was a notification. Well, it's been six fifty out to eleven, so it's I know, I know, go. but I'm I'm not saying that he's a bad on Saturday, but he's mm. a horse with talent. Right. RV Stewart's Twitter. Day. Honestly, partners, this is the best tip you'll get all day. It's a tip that Nico gave me last week. <laughs> go on Twitter. Follow RV Stewards and put turn notifications on. So um, tap the bell and turn notifications on. You'll get notified every One time. One of the many there's... good bits of advice I've given you over the journey. One of the only. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for off the podcast. Um, Riot and Rose, they posted this yesterday at 2.12 p.m. Long spell due to left hind superficial, superficial digital flexor tendon injury. So, what? What the <laughs> That, that doesn't sound very nice. Well, the two words you need to take out of it are tendon injury. So, I'm I don't know. Serious. You probably just want to see how it returns. Yeah, the market's already gapped it. So. Yeah. All right, let's move on to race 10, the last at Flemington. It is a benchmark 70 over 1,000 metres. Johnny Rocker, he is returning off 397 days, and he's been smashed into $3.20 favourite. Mornington Glory, uh, we gave him a bit of love before. He keeps running consistently. He's $4.60. Wiggum seven dollars, Lakota Fire seven fifty, Manhattan Thunder eleven dollars, and Bristler fourteen dollars. Who's this betting a, here? Because this this is a great race. I love this race. I feel like bot because I reckon there's two chances here, and they're like I've taken five fifty and seven dollars. First of them is Mornington Glory. Um, the inside barrier here is. The only knock for me. He's got the faultless form lines, deserves another win. Back to a 1,000 metres um, is hopefully the change in luck. I'm not worried about it. I know, Benny, that was one small query you had when we were having a chat earlier today. But, um, yeah, I, I don't see a 1,000 metres being an issue. I think the only knock is barrier three where he gets to and if the inside is okay. Hmm. Um, so I'm happy to be with him and I'm, I'm level staking um, proportional staking here for the for the same result. I think the big danger is is Wiggum. Um, he is drawn down the the right side of the track. Um, yeah, he's 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 a box ticker, as Bot would say. Um, track and trip. Yeah, I think he's going to forgive last start. Um, the trainer's been vocal in saying that it was a mistake going there. He should have listened. To his gut, instead of going to Cranbourne and it all was just, just a bit much. It's a horse who doesn't really like and appreciate really wet ground, and that day at Cranbourne was. Um, and the big tick for this horse is he gets frosty. Um, yeah, he, he can't lose at the moment if he tried. So I think it's a very easy two bet play. Um, I'm happy to bet up with those two. I, I really wanted to gap Lakota Fire. Um, that's just being held down 
by Shinny Tax, I believe, but the market is slowly starting to spit it out. It's been 390 out to 750, and I expect it not to stop yet. Johnny Rock is the, the, the horse that the market's in love with at the moment, but um, his form is so so uh, in Queensland, and I'm happy to sort of take it half a set against him. But um, when there's smoke, there's fire with. With Nick Ryan, so you've got to probably respect it a little bit, but he's off off a fair break, so happy to take him on. So yeah, betting up number six, Morning Glory, and number two, Wigan. Beautiful. Uh, yep, for me, the punters right now are backing the favourite off trial form, and I'm going to be with the race form, and I think this is the best value play of the day. Number two, Wigan for Travis Dowdle and Damian Lane. Two starts back at Flemington. He ran on Melbourne Cup Day. He beat the short price favourite Barber easily. He ran the fastest last 400 of uh, the entire meeting by a long way. I know they went they went slow and it was a thousand metre race, but he posted awesome sectionals late, sort of coming home in low 11s. And last start at Cranbourne, he he sp'd two dollar seventy favourite in front of. Um, who was in that race? Extremely rowdy was in that race. Peace Treaty, we've seen his comeback and is one of the more exciting horses for Roller Dice. And now he goes back to Flemington. That was 1,200 last start. He goes back to 1,000 metres, back down the straight, and he goes from a soft track, which the trainer said he clearly didn't handle and was almost not going to send him there, back to a dry track at his happy place. He draws the right side, grandstand rail, 12 and I know he's got to carry the 61 kilos, but this is a very compressed weight scale when, you know, the bottom weight's still only still carrying 57 kilos. So there isn't a big margin spread between the weights. And um, I just think he's the one to beat. Uh, I could actually mark him closer to $4, for 440 than the 750 currently on offer. And I just think he gets all favours yeah, um, Damien Lane. I, I can't believe they haven't backed it more. I think Johnny Rock is a nice horse, but as I said, he's he's trialed all right, but he's still a four hundred days. Surely the market spits him out on race day. And Mornington Glory, you know, he's he's been a great benchmark, but I think Wigan might just have that little extra killer punch that he doesn't quite have, especially at a thousand meters. But anything? No, I don't like the race. All right, shock. Typical. Oh, Nico and I going, betting going, up, going spending people. units, but no thanks. Nope. Um, straight to the keeper. Straight to dinner with the missus, I reckon. Some rum. <laughs> That's the plan, actually. Oh, there where's, you go. Is my invite on the way, or where is what's happening with that? <laughs> nah, mate, you're not coming. <laughs> you don't want Nico there. You won't be eating at all. <laughs> no. Nah. All right, Nico. <laughs> uh, any bets around the country for you, mate? Yes. Where would you like me to start? Would you like me to start with Friday or Sunday? Chronological order, thanks. We've got Saturday first. We'll go to Sydney. Um, having right. a bet in the first, Rose Hill. Um, horse that Benny and I have backed for the Golden Slipper that has been sent out on the sixth day. So if you haven't, Already, you should be. They turned off the prices straight away anyway, so I don't think yeah, anyone well, got on anyway, with the 50s. Not, it's not just one bet that <laughs> they need to be there for. They need to be there for lots of bets. So we're back Switzerland um, all in for the Golden Slipper. If you can still get... 34s maybe? Yeah, if you can get 34s or find something you like and double it into him and try and get a bit of juice. Um, I think um, this well-bred son of Schnitzel in the Coolmore Colours... For J-Mac at Waller, uh, will be hard to beat. Um, his trials have been well. Um, and, yeah, there's a there's a fair um, fair spruik around for him. So keen to see how he measures up um, on Saturday. Hopefully he runs. I will touch on this horse now because I'm keen to back it on Friday night if they go there. Number one, customised. Um it's also in race three, Canterbury, which is, I hope, where it goes. J-Mac to ride from Barrier 1 for the Snowdens. This horse was tardy away behind Stormboy in the BJ McLaughlin um, on debut. It was only beaten a credible just under three lengths. 
horse did a fair bit wrong. Um, I think a three-length defeat on debut to Stormboy is um, pretty good form. So I do hope he goes for the Friday night race and he doesn't go there Saturday because that'll shit me a bit because I can't really back two horses in a two-year-old race, one that's had one start, one that's on debut at sort of $3.50 and $4. I'm going to have to make a decision there. And I, I do want to back both horses. So um, Hopefully Customize goes tomorrow night to Canary because I think he's a good thing. And it'll be the Friday fill-up. I think they're shopping around $2 there, thereabouts. I think that's good betting. Uh, then we move to uh, race five at Rose Hill. My best value on Saturday for the day comes in number four, Satin and Silk. Uh, this horse has been racing sort of um, out in some sort of lesser races, but I think the form through those races... Um, is still half creditable. I think there's enough chinks in this race. Calibus is a horse that um, I've backed a couple of times. Um, he's be- he's been recently sold and bought by Derby Racing and sent to Bill Baker. He's got a he's got a busted throat from everything I've heard. So he can trial as good as he wants, but he's no one's going to know what's under the hood until he's asked for supreme effort on race day. So I'm happy to sort of take a set against him at sort of $2.30. He's well enough found. Soldier of Rome won a pretty average um, maiden on debut. It's The market's taken a set against it. So gay bot horse drawn barrier one to lead uh, and the market's spitting it out. It's normally um, not what you'd want to see. I think Epic Proportions is just a horse. And then, yeah, Saturn and Silk is there. I think he should probably be a touch shorter than epic proportions. So for me, there's a fair overlay in the race. I think he's more of a $5.50 chance. So um, I'm happy to to bet the overlay there. I think he's a a very easy bet to have. Um, Brings in winning form, rock hard fit. Um, I think he's going to settle back in the field, but I think he can catch him on the hop a little bit here and Tyler Schiller's riding uh, pretty well at the moment. So I'm pretty happy to be with him. Obviously, the track, hopefully it dries out of touch, but um, he's one for one on the soft, so I'm not worried about that. So that tells me for Saturday. And then we go to Sunday where my confidence is probably the most for the weekend. Um, hopefully you've got some money still. Yeah, well, <laughs> lucky the bet's already on, Benny, so we won't have to worry <laughs> about that. Um, Sunday, two of the three prices are already out. Uh, race five is the listed... Elwick Stakes, the Kevin Sharkey Elwick Stakes, the uncle to Mick Sharkey, previous guest. Um, I'm backing number four, the, the Hayes filly, Viola Vase. Um, she won that race behind a couple of spooky horses at Mornington in that little three-horse affair. She didn't just beat them, she smacked them. Um, she ran reasonable time the, the on the old- clock. Hey. The old longest price, the the old longest price runner in a small field. Yeah, it's it's funny how it always seems to pan out that way, isn't it? But yeah, Blake's going down to ride her. I think she, um, she looks well placed to continue on her winning ways. I I, I just think the Mal- I don't really know much about this, uh, which is now just favourite. This Gigi's mistruth, but I just think that the the Melbourne form has to be uh, a little superior to it. So I'm happy to be with it. Race number six, there's no uh, no odds out yet, but Gav sending one down in the name of Spring Eagle. Uh, he was unsuited on resumption this preparation, which was on the Geelong Classic uh, meeting. Um, he SP'd $81 behind the smart Carbonados. Still had the nerve to finish... Um, the fourth fastest six to the four and last 200 metres of the day of the meeting. Um, yeah, he's not going down here for a haircut. So uh, barrier 10 should be fine for Jai. Uh, should, he's a bit of a get-back run on horse anyway. and I'll be pretty shocked if if the Melbourne form isn't better than the, the Tassie form here. So hopefully he can go down there and he can pinch the, the wind for Gavin and connections and then we move to race eight wings of song um the listeners should know this she's horse well girl, we hasn't she? hey she's been a bit of our girl yeah well 
she didn't quite make it to the Oaks, unfortunately, where we were a fluke's chance of running a place at big odds. But, um, yeah, she went down to Tassie last start. Um, pinch hit and run in the, in the listed race. She just toyed with them there. She goes to the Guineas prelude here. It looks no harder. Um, same of the day. Melbourne form just has to be better form than than what those Tassie scribs have got to offer. So, um, yeah. You can play those in singles or in multis or whatever you want, but I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that we should be making some money there on Sunday. So that's uh that's my betting for the weekend. Huge. Bit of a Sunday sesh. Uh yeah. Will, do you want to go next, mate, with a few other bets around the country? Have you got anything on any. Friday or Sunday? Nah, I don't think so. I haven't really looked. But, um, what was that horse that Smithy mentioned? You haven't really looked. You've had all the time off in the world, more than Ben and I combined, and you've been sitting on Oh, your that Winds of March. Is that that could run Sunday or it could run Saturday? Mornington um, could run Mornington. But um, I haven't looked at the race. I don't know. I just just done Flemington. So. Yeah, fair enough. Get up there, punters. All right, I've got two on Saturday. First of those is out in the Great West. Ascot, race six, number nine, Upper Limits. Uh, this horse was scheduled to run last Saturday, but it got called off, obviously, the meeting with the heat. Um, he was really unlucky last start behind a good one in Magnificent Andy. That was the second last one of Ollie's historic treble uh, on his final day of riding. And this horse was a little bit unlucky there. Um, I think he's peaking for this third up. He gets in really nicely with 55.5 kilos. The favourite's got to give him 3.5 at the weights. And he draws perfectly, so I think he'll be uh, a, a lot closer in the run. Um, Starry Heights won its first two starts this prep, and then I know he was a little bit luckless last start when he went up in grade, but I still thought he was quite poor, and he's got to give us a bit of weight. And the fact that Pike rides, we might get a bit of better price for upper limits, and I'm very keen that he's the best bet of the day out there at Ascot, and 1,500 metres, perfect, a, a little bit extra trip. Um, then the only other horse I had, um, was race 10 at Eagle Farm. This could end up being too short to be backed, Nico, because you're saying the second favorite Eaglemont is entered somewhere else. Yeah. The second favorite Eaglemont's in the Ballina Cup tomorrow. Let me just check while we're on. Is it still in? I'll check. You just keep talking. Um, yeah. Like the, the it's form... still in, it's been 350 into 260. Sorry. So there's probably every chance it's going there. Right, so there is a chance that, that this is um that this horse is going to be too short to actually have a single bet on Freedom Rally, but if he goes around here, then he's just too good for him. Um, Disclaimer: It is a heavy ten at Ballinor at the moment. Yeah, okay, it's Where a soft the, six at Eagle Farm. I think it gets through the it gets through the weather, weather a lot better. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this horse. Went around four dollars fifty in an open race last start and was only beaten less than a length by Tamerlane. Tamerlane's a pretty good golfing horse and would be, you know, a dollar fifty favourite in this race. Um, the start before that, he was really good, obviously winning over fourteen hundred metres. And the only time uh, this horse did come over to the east, he started a dollar ninety there at Rose Hill. I know he was a bit disappointing that day when when Cholton Lane won, but. His SP profile is just through the roof. The market has him as a very good horse, and I just don't think there's anything in this race that can beat him. Um, Eagle Mott has talent, and if he goes to that other race, then you can probably back him there, but uh, Freedom Rally should be all too good for him. Um, that's it for Saturday. The only other one I had was there's one there's one really good race at Chartin on, on Sunday. I think it is the first group one of the new season. It is over the... 1600 meters uh, it's called the stewards cup this one and i'm with voyage bubble james mcdonald sticks with this horse obviously ran second last start to golden 60 on international day and he actually made some really good ground on him sort of late golden 60 kicked three lengths clear and uh in the end he's gotten with within a length and a half of him um he was awesome there this horse as a four-year-old he won the first leg of the four-year-old series uh, over a mile and then he also won the derby so jamie carr rode him then now gets james mcdonald and he draws really nicely in barrier three looks set to peak third up and who knows maybe this horse could be 
the next one we target for Australia. Um, I think Beauty Eternal is going to be probably start the favourite because Purton rides John Size in the Beauty Colours, but I just he was disappointing last start. He sweated up badly in the mounting yard. But I just think he maps it a little bit poorly here from barrier eight. And I just think Voyage Bubble might be a better horse um, now. California Spangles gone. I don't think you could back him with stolen money. And Straight Aaron is a very good horse, but he's 2,000 metres back to 1,600 and he draws barrier one. So Voyage Bubble looks the way for me. All right. Back lay prey. Nico, you lead us off. Uh, my back, so best bet will be um, Ray Magnerio, race seven, number three. My value will be Rose Hill, race five, number four, Satin Silk. And my lay will be... Fuck, I don't have me lay here. Where is it? This is quality. Um... Kiko is probably the most false favourite. Uh, actually, no, Steffi Magnetica. Yeah. Okay. You can put it in the bin. Race four, the seven. The Race four, number seven. Hit the pink. Will. Yeah. Well, I, I can't go two short price favourites. Oh, yes, you can, mate. Sharipa won like it was a dollar ten. Who cares? One like <laughs> it was a dollar seventy-four shot, like I told you it was. <laughs> um, oh, shut up. Galileus or um, uh, Oceans Above. Those 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 two are my, my better bets, and um, I, I agree with Nico on this one. I can't get Steffi Magnifica, whatever it's called. Um, can't get her that short. I don't think anyone can. I think it's just. I wish I had. I wish I had the bankroll to have a hamburger with the lot in this race. To lay the absolute guts out of Steffi Magnifica and back Osmar. <laughs> Uh, probably back Spicy Marks too. I think Spicy Marks is probably the, another danger in that race. It ran mm-hmm. well last start behind uh, Carbonados. Mm. I think it's not a bad horse, Spicy Marks. Um, yeah, pace assisted, but um, but my, my value. Yeah, still. I, I'll say my my value can be. Um, Ocean you've back to seven dollar fifty shot, and it's you've marked it three seventy four. Is that not value? Ocean yeah, that's above? what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, Galileus is value, but that's not what the punters want. So that's not anymore. You took you took everyone's price. Yeah. What price do you get Galileus? Um, two ninety. Again, I was the virgin on the. At you the can cafe. come with you can you can come with me, and satin silk can be your overs because you did say when we were chatting earlier that it's a big overlay. It shouldn't be ten dollars. Two ninety and two sixty. All right, brave, from bot value two dollar ninety chances. <laughs> yeah, well, so, well, it's a dollar fifty three chance with me, so value. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, good segue. Value. It's my best bet of the day. Race two, number eight, Galileus. Couldn't keep up with him last start over two thousand and forty meters. He's going to improve a stack here, both from a fitness perspective. Gets a good JC, gets a bigger track, gets twenty five hundred meters. There are just too many green ticks in his favor. My best value is. In the thousand meter sprint, race ten, number two, Wiggum, seven fifty is a spoil. He beat Barber two starts back over a thousand meters at Flemington. Barber would be three dollar fifty favorite in this race. Uh, and my lay of the day is probably Kiko in race. What is it in race three? But if you want something a little bit shorter, I think you can lay Superazi race one Flemington number one. I think Bermudez will be a little bit too good for it. So it's more of a layable price at 220. All right. A few questions before you wrap up. Let me just get them open. All right. The first is from Max Mini. Any tips on how to become a better punter? William Craig Alford. He's dropped the middle name. That's, I don't have a middle name. So I don't know where he's got that from. And, oh, um, right. <laughs> it's Will, not even William. So he's just completely butchered that. But um, I don't know what's funnier—the fact that he's called you Craig, or the fact that you don't have a middle name. <laughs> um, just smash winners is my suggestion. I've got a good tip for Max. He should sign back up to the six-day racing. <laughs> download the app. <laughs> That's how that. you become a better punter. 
You stingy yeah. bastard. Nico, anything? Nah, nah, nothing to add to Maxi. He knows where to come and find me if he wants to back a winner or two. <laughs> JSAP Rocky, 99. What do you take into consideration the most when punting? What's the number one thing, Bot? Um, it's a, it's a, for me, it's a it's a mixture of pace, sectionals, and rating. And jockey. And for me, sec- sectionals is probably the main thing for me. I, I'm often finding myself quoting this horse ran the fastest last 400 of the day, etc. And that is probably one of the main things I look for when tipping a horse. Um, I just like everything to align. Like I was always brought Nico's up as frozen. more of an eyes guy. No, which he wouldn't have much to offer. Nico, if you can hear us, leave lie, and but... join back again. Um, Sam Battelato, hey. chances of getting your frozen. Oh, he's back now. Oh, I'm back now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's keep right. going. Sam Battelato, chances of getting Jules on for Blue Diamond. I'm not sure how, sure how that's actually going to sound on the... Um, once we clip it up, it might actually be fine and he just froze on our screens. Sam Battelato, chances of getting Jules on for Blue Diamond Day like last year. Oh, Give Nico, this is your department. Uh, uh, yeah, Jules, Jules will be back on at some point in time. So if we want to try and get him back for Blue Diamond Day, I can... Try my best to make that happen, but yeah, he, I, I will have him back on the podcast sometime this autumn. Yeah. If that's what the punters, if that's what the punters want, maybe we'll put a little poll out when the punters want jewels. And I'll try my best. They want him for Blue Diamond Day, like last year. Yeah. You know, even any other guests to the listeners out there, any other guests that you want me to try and get, um, feel free to to put put the names forward, and I'll I'll try my best. Yeah. That was a brilliant day last year. Un- Uncommon James on track. We got to... Uh, Common know, Denominator. Have a Sand beer with down. Jules at the track Sand at down. Sandown. What a, what a venue. Yeah, that was a ripper yeah. day. Uh, this is a great question again from Sam. For someone who's never sat on a horse, Bot knows a lot about horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, we had, if we had a merch pack to give away, that would be... Yeah. A, it's not really a question. It's it's more of a statement. But uh, yeah, but I love it. It's I love it's it. It's great. Well, if you listen back to a month or two ago, Bot was actually he two podcasts in a row he quoted about being on top of a horse. So if he if he was a if I he was that? a horse, sorry. If I was a horse. if I was a horse, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what was that about. I don't if know. I was a horse. <laughs> you did it two <laughs> weeks <laughs> in a row. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then on Twitter, there was just the one, James, good man, Hong Kong racing man. He says, Ray Magnerio, how far? So there you go. Yeah, best bet. Get on. All right. Is that it? Just about, yeah. Thank you, gents. Uh, we've only gone just over an hour this week, but it is a bit of a bit of a lull week before you really heat up. Next week, Friday, Australia Day at Caulfield, and then we've got Australia Stakes Day, not to be mixed up at Mooney Valley. So the Australia Stakes, I'll put my Mooney Valley cap on. First group two of the of the year in 2024 in Victoria. So hopefully we get some nice And answers. the podcast will be out late Wednesday for the punters. Oh, Next huge. Week. Scenes. Nico's got a cute date on Thursday. What's his lucky name? Can't tell you if I did, I'd have to shoot you. <laughs> but thank you very much, Nico. You've been great as always. Good luck this weekend, punters. See you back here next Wednesday night. Nice and late. Cheers. Bye.